0: Welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I'm your host, Fred Houston, and this is episode number 61. Wow, I can't believe we've done 61 of these shows already, folks, but uh, kind of a, a little excited today uh, to be interviewing uh, Lenny Sharino uh, here, and I'll get him on the line in a second. Uh, of all these shows that I've done, I don't think I've touched on stone care at all, so this is going to be kind of exciting uh, to talk about, you know, whether you're a, a consumer or whether you're uh, in into business, uh, I'm sure Lenny's going to give us a lot of information. So let me introduce a little bit about him, and uh, I'll get him on the line here in a minute. He is president of CEO and co-founder of Granite Gold, a third-generation fabricator and installer. Uh, Lenny grew up in the craft in his parents' business, European Wholesale Countertops in San Diego County. He started off sweeping the shop. When he was a kid to eventually running the operation side in, the tw- in his 20s. The family history in stone care dates back to the 1950s when his grandfather, uh, Leonardo Pellegrino, immigrated to the U.S. from Italy and started his own business. Lenny and his cousin, Lenny Pellegrino, they both are same name there, obviously his grandfather, grew up together in a family business. And Lenny P. went on to start his own business, Pellegrino Stone Care, nearly 27 years ago. And he still runs it today. So let me get Lenny on the line.
1: Hey, Fred. Lenny, how are you doing?
0: Hey, are you there, Lenny? Yes. How are things out there in California today?
1: You know what, We can't complain. We have uh, we have good weather out here today, so it's, yeah. uh, it's been really nice. We're, we're spoiled, definitely.
0: Yeah, it seems like every time I'm out there, the weather's nice. Uh, if it wasn't so darn expensive, I think I'd consider moving out there. But <laughs>
1: uh, Anyway, well, I... Luckily, I grew up out here, so... Uh, yeah, that, that helps. Much, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> definitely helps. That,
0: that def, definitely helps a lot. All right, so yeah. l- let's get into some of the questions I have on stone care. You know, as you heard, I, I haven't really discussed this much on the show, uh, and I think it's relatively important, not only for the consumer, but also... Uh, for the you know the fabricator installer, or restoration contractor out there that's uh, you know advising their customers when they're done with a project, you know, how do I care for my countertops? How do I care from care for my stone? so mm. let me let me start off the questioning with with this question, and that is, what mistakes do you see consumers doing to their their stone surfaces, you know, whether it's marble or granite as far as you know cleaners, et cetera.
1: So in the beginning, it's been what 16 years um, that we've been we've had granite gold. And the the first campaign went out there was <clears throat> excuse me ordinary household cleaners damage stone. Excuse me, sorry, I clear my throat. Um, ordinary oh, okay. ordinary cleaners damage stone, and that was our that was our big play because people were using the um, you know their glass cleaners, um, especially in bathrooms, they were using. You know the the harsh bathroom cleaners that was etching marble on contact, and so that was how it really started off. Was just there was zero education. Um, the only products available were, you know, maybe in the in the tile area like a Home Depot or um, fabricators. You know, would, would sell some products themselves, but wasn't readily available. And that's kind of where Granite started from. And um, but the biggest thing is in the kitchen, and that's that's the the new yeah. place for the home where everybody's everybody's you know congregating around the kitchen and um, we still to this day get calls constantly photos uploaded to us about um, etches and just dullness um, kind of a fun little thing I did in the beginning was I had a piece of ubatuba granite and I would clean you know one half of it with a with a glass cleaner especially you know the ammonia in there and right. the other side I would just use my daily cleaner and just over time you can just see how it it would just wear the finish of the stone. And um, sometimes you don't really notice it in your house because you're not, you know, it's just over time, you're just dulling it. And it just, uh, I guess you really notice until, until you, you know, use something that, that brings out, you know, like our polish, you use a polish on it and you go, oh, that luster that was, that was there, it's gone. But even that is like a temporary, a temporary shine, you know, when you right. use a, a polish on stone. So, um, you know, there's a restoration specialist, like my cousin Lenny, who um, who goes out there, and he that's what he does all day. He fixes his damaged stone.
0: So what type of care instructions would you give a customer, say, in a countertop, you know, after Lenny's done restoring it or they're calling you and saying, hey, you know, I've got this brand-new countertop. How do I care for it?
1: And the good thing is the information nowadays is a lot better than it used to be, especially – People just Googling and, and and looking up their answers. So, for us, we always want to say use a you know a product made for stone, a neutral based cleaner. Um, back in the day, we used to just recommend as fabricators, you know, warm dish soap and, and water to clean the countertop, and that was a, a safe alternative, but it wasn't practical. So we always say um, to use a cleaner like that. Polishing the stone is just more of a dressing for the stone; makes it look. You know, nice and shiny and smooth. And then, um, uh, when it comes to sealer too, we get that question all the time of how often do I seal it? And I, was going, I was going to, to ask honest, that next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's always like, and I'm sure, obviously, you know, this answer, but um, every type of stone is is different. You know, even between granites, lighter color versus dark color, the density of the stone, the porosity. So, you know, the whole oh, seal every year. Um, I always debunk that, saying, well, it depends on the stone. depends how yep. often you use it. You know, I have a tiny mom and a big family, so there's always a lot of cooking going on in the kitchen. So oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom needs a seal much more often than uh, other people usually. So um, we always recommend doing a water test. You know, just pour some water on the stone, let it sit 20, 30 minutes. And it should always beat on the surface. If it, you know, as you know, lays flat, darkens the stone, then, um, you know, it needs to be sealed it's always been a uh, an easy test that we always recommended
0: yeah and I I agree with you you know especially with a lot of the materials out there now that are being sold as granite that aren't really granite and uh, you know things like like the courses and quartz sites cetera. but uh, let's talk a little bit about that I mean how would that differ I mean would your your product obviously and correct me if I'm wrong would also work on the engineered materials the quartz surfaces as well is that correct
1: Uh, yes it does Um, we did launch a a product called quartz bright which is a cleaner polish and one made for quartz Um, but you can use our regular product on quartz as well Um, when it comes to quartz obviously the density of the stone um, you know they say it doesn't need to be sealed Um, to be honest with you like my cousin Lenny (laughs) we get photos all the time (laughs) and it's etched quartz you know there's uh, so some quartz you know we actually we actually put some sealer on it and it just helped maintain the surface um so it doesn't hurt it to put it on there um you don't obviously get the the penetration into the material itself but you do get some form of protection with the the polymers bonding to itself you know so there's there's some benefit there um, but quartz is uh you know you, a lot of quartz manufacturers they're talking about just use windex on it or anything else right. like that but if you remember, it's still you know 93, yeah. 95 percent natural material, so we still recommend using a, a neutral base cleaner for it. Right. And then um, in terms of like you know the polish, you know some quartz manufacturers you know don't want to recommend a polish, um, but the polish works fantastic on quartz, and and you know we always recommend it ourselves. So. But and the uh, other I, thing too is, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go finish your thought.
1: Well, I was just going to say that, too. With with quartz nowadays, you know, when you had the Silestone by Cosentino and and Cambria and Caesarstone, a lot of these materials that are really top-quality quartz, and then you started getting other materials from different countries that were a little inferior in product, and that also caused more, you know, the price came down, but a lot of the calls came in with, you know, etches and um, Mm chips and so forth. So the integrity of the material there it, it's buried a lot kind of back in the day when different granites and, you know, would come in and ones that were like resin coated to fill all the, the pits and the material. Uh-huh. Some just, you know, stronger than others. And it's just, I guess the nature of the business now.
0: Right. So now what, what do you do with a customer that uh, is having an issue, you know, regardless of the type of type of countertop they have with staining, do you offer a product for that or, a preventative product for that as well. Obviously,
1: yeah, we yeah we actually have um, kind of our own homemade recipes in terms of like to remove uh, stains and etches and and we actually haven't even marketed those products yet. We've uh, we've kind of just given them away for free to the consumer. Um, some of the like home remedies on like an oil stain, if you use you know baking soda with uh, with acetone, mixing the paste and put it on there, that takes care of a lot of them. Uh, just as, like, a home remedy, uh, but we have, like, our own concoction that we put together for uh, right. for stains and, and you know, and for removing etches and so forth.
0: Great. So I'm assuming you, you guys probably – I mean, I've looked at your website. It's a great website. It's got a lot of great information on there, uh, a lot of ask-the-expert questions, which we'll cover some of those here today, which are really good. Uh, but I'm sure you also have, like, a care sheet that you can give out or your – uh, your, your, either your, your customers or the fabricators, installers, et cetera, that would give them out to their customers?
1: Yeah, so we have like product knowledge guides that um, and we also do a little care kit that has like two little two ounce samples, and there's a stone care guide in there that we actually mm-hmm. give to the fabricators for free to give to their customers and kind of get them started on proper stone care right from the beginning. And especially, and we can get into a little bit later too, but when we launched our protection plan for countertops that uh, that was a much better way for us to communicate proper stone care to the uh, to the consumers
0: right so right now you're I mean I, I I don't really know the answer to this that's why I'm interviewing you <laughs> Is, uh, <laughs> your products are available I, I I think I've seen them in uh, in like some of the grocery stores as well isn't that correct
1: yes so like I said, we've been around a long time, and um, I spent my career traveling around the country and um, meeting with these great companies. And our products are available nationwide. We're in Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, um, grocery stores. Uh. Now, Fred, where are you located?
0: I'm in Florida. I'm in Melbourne, Florida, which okay. is uh, on the coast, east coast.
1: Yes. So we're in we're in Publix out there. Which is oh, kind of great. the grocery yep. store out out there, right? Yep. It sure is. Yeah, that <laughs> so, is. That's where we go. <laughs> yeah, and then we we also have a lot of our products in um, the hardware stores like Ace and True Value and Do Best and those type of stores as well. Um, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond was one of our first national accounts as well. You know, 15 years ago. <laughs> so, um, and then obviously online, you know, Amazon and, and the likes of those as well. Right.
0: And I think that's important because I remember years ago when I was doing, when I was in the restoration business, it was like, you know, if I I couldn't supply a product to my customer, where can I buy it locally? And at at the time there was nothing out there. So I'm glad to see that there's finally something that, you know, we we can tell a customer to, you know, go to Publix, go to Albertsons, go to wherever, Uh, you know, you may have it. uh, And uh, that's really helpful.
1: Right. And especially, you know, price points, it's a little more affordable and, uh, but even, you know, you'll get the basic stuff like a lot of cleaners and and two and ones type of thing at those type of locations. But um, you know, the fabricators that are part of our network are they still have a full you know display of our material, our products in their showroom, and they're you know they're making more of that first initial sale to the customer. So they come in, they pick their countertops, and they're selling them the cleaners and the sealers and all the fun stuff that goes with it um, right there in the showroom. So. It gives them opportunity to make that first initial sale, and then we also have ways for the fabricator to, you know, have their own coupon code, where their customer can go on our website and buy the product, yeah. and then um, you know a rebate that goes back to the fabricator.
0: Oh, that's nice. That saves a fabricator a lot of uh, a lot of the headache of actual inventorying the product and all that, et cetera. I like that. I
1: have a I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of love for the fabricators, uh, you know, being one myself and knowing all the the fun stuff that we have yeah. to go through. My, par- my parents, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they have a company here in San Diego. It's been around 40 years, um, so that's you know, I have a, you got a, a lot of love there for you know. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm I'm with you on that. That's for sure. Now, let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about about you know how I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this. I mean, how would you treat what, or what? I, let me put it this way: Would you treat someone with say a marble countertop? as far as care goes differently than you would with someone say a granite countertop
1: yes and to be honest with you sometimes the information between like you know so obviously nowadays consumers are buying the slabs directly from you know the the slab yards and right so how much education the consumer receives there on marbles or countertops you know is kind of limited sometimes and um, so we get some great fabricators that educate the consumers on, you know, if you put marble in your kitchen, these are, we get to kind of be careful of and, you know, wipe up your spills right away and, um, and that side of it. So we've kind of noticed that it's actually got, I guess, less in terms of marble countertops in the kitchen because of right. the quartz, Because a lot of yep. quartz, especially the Carrera looking types that, I mean, I give, I give quartz credit, man. they They've come a long way and they have some really oh, great-looking yeah. materials. It's hard it's amazing, to tell the difference. You know? no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and you get the durability. And I mean, it's so I think a lot of the marble countertops in the kitchen aren't as common. I guess you could say than they used to be. I mean, we still get calls every now and then, but okay. um, I guess one of the benefits, though, is if you you know etch or chip or damage the marble to actually repair it is a little easier than oh yeah. You know, than if you have sure. a scratch on the face of your granite. So it was like this is the benefit if it does get damaged, it's a little easier to, to repair.
0: Absolutely. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about floors. Um, well actually there is one other question I did have on on countertops before we before we switch and that is, you know, I, I, I was on your website as I had mentioned and I noticed that, you know, a lot of your products are, you know, you spray and wipe sort of how about these new, these wipes that you have? I mean, uh, th- th- that's pretty easy uh, uh, task for a consumer, isn't that correct? i they look like mm. um, I, I think them as wet wipes, but they're just they're not wet wipes. They're designed for for stone. Let's talk a little bit about that's that. Right.
1: right. Yeah. So we just we well, it hasn't been long ago. We just launched uh, a new set of wipes, and if you actually go and you find any type of wipes for stone, they're all cleaner wipes. And so you know our daily cleaner wipe, we had to make sure that the the cloth itself, you know, has a little um, – the divots in there, so it actually cleans the surface, um, the right amount of liquid in it, so it still cleans but it doesn't streak the stone. So it's a lot of uh, playing around with different formulas and different cloths and get some that that we thought would work. And to be honest with you, like in my house, I have a drawer pull open. The wipes are sitting in there, and it's just, it's really easy for, like, spot cleaning. Yep. And there's a lot of people that just want convenience, you know, that – right. They just want things quicker and easier, and, and um, I'm one of them, too. <laughs> yeah, um, we're all getting lazier. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have my days when I spend the day, and I'm, like, going through the whole process and sealing the stone and, and cleaning the countertop and polishing. But Sometimes it's just quicker to, you know, got little kids, right? Yep. So just grab a we're, wipe. So, on the go. <laughs> so, um, but we took it one step further, and we created the polish as well in a wipe, um, which we recommend you – wipe on the polish with the cloth and then just buff it with, uh, you know, one of our microfiber cloths, uh, paper towel, uh, terry cloth, and, um, and from there, we took it even step further, and we have the, the first and only sealer wipes. Mm. So, our sealer is it's um, more of a consumer-based sealer, so it's a water-based, safe to use, non-toxic, and, you know, so if you get it on your hands, it's not harmful, and there's actually like six I'd say six thick pads in there. So they're not necessarily like wipes, you would think. They're like little pads. So one pack will seal the entire kitchen. And the really cool thing is, it, 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 I guess the retail is like $10, 11 So imagine you can seal your countertop for 10 to $12. Right. It's, it's the most cost-effective way to seal your countertops.
0: And since you bring up the sealers, I can ask you this question. I would know the answer. but. For the consumers out there that might be listening for the first time, um, you know, once the countertop is is used in this sealer, whether it's the wipes or whether it's your spray-on sealer, is it safe for food handling?
1: Yes, it is. Okay.
0: Okay. And that that's important. This question I get all the time is like, well, is this stuff toxic? And I think you mentioned it's non-toxic already, but uh, mm-hmm. I think it's important that we point out that it is safe for mm-hmm. food food handling once it once it cures and dries in there. So, all right. So let's right. let's switch over. let let's switch over to floors. Um, you know, how differently would you handle, you know, floor care, you know, in a kitchen, in a bathroom, whether it's granite, limestone, uh, flagstone, marble, or, or whatever.
1: Sure and Especially when it comes to just cleaning um, You know a high polished floor Versus a um, You know a honed floor when you're using Like we have two different Floor cleaners a ready to use and a Concentrate and so sometimes People you know they'll pour Way too much concentrate in there and They'll try to like mop their marble floor And mm-hmm. there's way too much soap On there so it's you know it's like Streaks and it's, it's Difficult to use so it's always like recommended to follow the directions in terms of quantity. Um, we like you to use a product, but uh, <clears throat> we want you to use it properly. So it, it's important when you're cleaning to kind of follow the, follow the directions there. And, yeah. and like our floor, our floor cleaner is, um, like I said, it's pretty easy to use. Mix it with water, you mop the floor, you just um, let it dry, you don't have to rinse it. Um, and then we have a, like a ready to use, which is more commonly used like in a kitchen or in a bathroom. Um, for kind of quick clean but in terms of materials um, obviously there's been a huge uptick of like travertine floors yep. uh, with the honed finish which just wears so much further. Um, my old house I had a travertine floor that we loved and then I really recently moved and there's an older wood floor and it constantly scratches and it's, it's really yep. hard to, to to keep up so I, I miss my travertine floor um, but I haven't seen as many like granite flooring uh lately myself. Um uh, it's been a no, lot neither. of uh limestone and travertine It's kind of the more common and which is actually in my opinion is a little easier to to maintain. Um yes. and in terms of you know repairing as well as like the most common thing we get from travertine is um the fill coming out of it. That's probably yep. like the top question we get is is um just the fill coming out of So We get a lot of uh, grout, you know, grout line is another big one that we get a lot of questions on as well. Um, And so we actually created a grout cleaner that comes with a a grout brush, um, and it's a nylon bristle brush. It doesn't scratch the stone. So we kind of – we get a lot of our product and line extensions and everything we do from our own consumers. You know, coming in, my my cousin Lenny's customers, my parents' customers, um, all their pain points is kind of where – where we, where everything comes from from us is just kind of solving their problems.
0: which is which is the thing to do, obviously. Um, you know, which brings me to, brings me to a question I get all the time from consumers, and that is, you know, well, what type of mop should I use with these cleaners? Should I use a string mop? Should I use a sponge mop? Should I use a Swiffer? I mean, what's your recommendations there?
1: So with the the concentrated, we always recommend like a string mop works great. Uh, if you are using a um, squeeze them up, which are ready to use. Um, a lot of those, like microfiber. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen, like the, like say Bona has one. that's just a microfiber cloth yep. with a yep. stick and pole. Those work. Those work great. Yep. Um, that, that's usually, you know, and which is the same thing like a swifter You can use a swifter type of uh, product with the with the squeeze them up as well. Those work great. Um, but usually the the concentrated one is, is your traditional mopping with a string mop um, application.
0: Which is which is perfect, and I, that's just a question I get all the time, and, you know, of course, there's debate as to whether a string mop is better than a sponge mop, vice, vice versa, and we won't get into that. That's not important as far as I'm concerned right now. Um, let's switch to bathrooms real quick, because this is something that I see all the time. I get calls on all the time, and I'm sure you do as well, and that is mold and mildew in the in the shower or the tub surround.
1: How do you, how do you deal with that?
0: Yep. How do you deal with that?
1: So that's actually like so one of our products is the shower cleaner. And it's the it's probably the only item we have in our whole line that the instructions are more detailed where we go into if you do have, you know, mold and mildew, then you need to you know take care of that first before you start using the, the our cleaner. So we always recommend using like say for mold and mildew Is use 50% bleach with water. Mm -hmm. Put that on the mold and then use yeah, use it to kill it and then use a uh, like a nylon bristle brush or a non-scratch scrubbing pad and use that to kill it first and then rinse afterwards. Don't let it just sit um, once you clean it off. And that's that's kind of one of one of the ways to to take care of that first problem. Um, The other thing too is like hard water spots. those type of deposits that's where our shower cleaner comes in where we recommend using our shower cleaner with that same non-scratch um Mm. sponge to uh to take care of some of that and to be honest you know people always use our polish in the kitchen and we recommend using it on the shower walls um because it creates that almost like a little barrier so when you get the water spots on the surface it's easier to clean it doesn't uh it doesn't stick because of the, the polish that we put on the, on the vertical surfaces.
0: Can it, can it also be used on the glass shower door as well?
1: Yeah, you can use, you know, I haven't used the polish on the glass shower yeah. door. I mean, it won't, won't hurt it at all. Um, you right. probably need to clean it off first with the, well, with the yeah. cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's always like, there's still the recommendation. It's better to like squeegee, you know, the, the glass and, yeah. and the walls after a shower. I know it's kind of a pain, but, that usually prevents a lot of the the problems.
0: Right. And like everybody, I mean, I I used to do that all the time. As a matter of fact, I used to, I used to hand out free squeegees after we got done with a shower restoration and said, here, this is what you need to do. And people wouldn't do it anyway, but hey, they just go back (laughs) in the six months and redo the shower. (laughs) Now on the mold and mildew remover that you have, is that a non-acidic product? So is it safe for, you know, say a marble, a polished marble surface?
1: yeah sure our shower cleaners is just a more intense cleaner for the shower. Um, okay. we just like recommend different like home remedies to remove the mold so instead of buying a separate uh, because a lot of those products like the, you know the the ones you get in your in, you know the x fourteens and the kabooms and those harsh right. chemicals that that are dangerous for stone, that's why we recommend using like the bleach with diluted with water to to take care of that.
0: yeah I agree with that as as well. All right, let's talk a little bit. We talked, you know, about the consumer. Let's talk about this program that you had. You actually, you had mentioned it, I think, in, in the very beginning, which you call the, um, what do you call it? The Granite Gold the protection, uh, protection, yeah. plan, protection Plan. How, how does that work? How, how do our fabricators and uh, you know our, our other professionals out there, how, how does that work for them? Like, I knew you hit, so, it, hit it on a little bit, but let's yeah. talk about it again. Yeah.
1: Sure, and I'll kind of give a little bit of background to kind of let you know where my where my head was and where this came from. Sure. Um, just from our own consumers. So they would reach out to us and they'd send us a picture and here's my countertop and, and there's a chip in it and uh, there's a stain or whatever. There's, you know, the caulking around the sink failed and water underneath there. So we get all these problems and you'd be surprised the majority of the time we can't just tell them, oh, use this product of ours to fix it. You know, a lot of it needs to be professionally, you know, restored by a stone care you know, a stone restoration professional. Right, and right. so when we recommend that they always say, Do you know one? Um, you know, how do we know who to use? Are they good? Are they gonna overcharge me? Like they had all these questions that um the exception of the ones that I do know, you know I do know and I would refer out to, but um, it was a big it was a big question we always got. And sure. so that coupled with uh, you know I partnered up with a the largest furniture protection plan company in the world um, to underwrite all the policies. So we're, it's really important that you want to be, you know, there's a lot of legal and state compliance by state in order to mm-hmm. sell protection plans. So that's why I partnered with a company that does that. Um, so smart. We, we created the granite gold, um, you know, five-year granite and quartz protection plan. And basically, you know, everything else is a warranty, right? And there's a difference between a warranty and protection plan. A warranty covers the integrity of the material itself, right? If something's wrong, the material is defective. And then there's another one-year warranty from the fabricator on their workmanship, right? Right. So this was something that happens a lot is the accidental damage stuff that the homeowner does himself. So we created a five-year protection plan and it covers everything from chips, scratches, etches, you know, the caulking around the sink, um, pretty much anything that, uh, the homeowner can do themselves. Uh, stains are covered under it as well. And it just gives them the, the comfort of, if anything happens, it's taken care of. So they will file a claim, and then a, you know authorized technician will go out there and repair it. And from the fabricator's point of view, which is great, is, one, uh, they make money, right? So higher dollar ring, um, profit right to the bottom line. So they retail a plan for hundred dollars they make a percentage of that for themselves and then um, the consumer themselves is, is covered and guess what all those customer service calls that fabricators get afterwards they no longer get the oh, that's nice. us and, comes, and that's that's probably one of the bigger selling points is the fact that they don't have to you know get all those calls and because also a lot of fabricators don't even try you know they'll go back and fix it you know on their own dime, um, just not to upset the customer, uh, even though it's not their fault. So it's really a good um, add-on item, and there's nothing for the fabricator to buy. Even you know, it's it's not like they have to pre-buy anything. It's just a matter of like offering it. All they have to do is just, you know, we send them all the brochures and marketing materials and get them all set up, and and they don't have to buy anything from me. Uh, they just have to offer it, and then the customer registers for it and and they get a, uh, either they can collect the money or we can give them a rebate. So it So now.
0: Yeah, It sounds really great. And now let, let me ask some specific questions. Um, and I'm coming from the fabricator point of view here now is uh, mm-hmm. do you, we, ha- do we have to use your sealer to seal the countertops before they go out or
1: how does that, does that work? I mean, do you, do you recommend <laughs> you that? Do you
0: I, that? Definitely I, mean- about,
1: I definitely thought about that, but I didn't want to put that on, on them. So, uh, no, you do not have to use our sealer. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah, it's not it's not this thing where I'm basically trying to get you to buy my sealer. It's a fact right. of. Oh, we're that's just, wonderful. Yeah, we're doing it from the other side of it, and and we're actually developing a because all of our products have always been consumer focused products, so now we're developing our own sealer that's the equivalent of like a 10 year, 15 year sealer that we can sell to them and since we're the manufacturer, um, we can do it cheaper so we can save right. them some money and still right. put out a quality product.
0: So is, so as a fabricator, does, do I buy into this program? Is the cost passed on to my consumer? How, how, I mean, I'm not asking for costs, you know, dollar amounts, but how, how does that work? I mean, I mean, do, do they, I mean, how, I mean, how does it work? I guess.
1: Yeah. So we have, I mean, we have a set retail is, of the five-year plan that's at, 299. So okay. the the fabricator has two options, right? They can either um, sell it to the customer for 299 and, and collect the money. And oh. then when they register it with me, they would pay um, their cost. Right? So they would collect the okay. money up front and then when they pay me, they would cl- keep their profit. Um, oh, great. the other side of it, the other side of it is if they want to, they can have the customer pay for it when they register using the customer's credit card. And then right. I rebate the fabricator there end of it. Right. So there's no there's no upfront money they have to put into it or anything else. And to be honest with you, most of them are going the option where they're collecting the money, uh, right. which just gives them just gives them you know more cash, it helps their cash flow.
0: Now would that would that apply only to new countertops as well? And what I'm what my I'm, I'm thinking out loud here. Uh, what I'm thinking. What about in the situation where, you know, I'm a restorer now and I go in and I restore a countertop. Can I offer this plan to that customer as well? Or is it just for the new countertops?
1: So that's the, that's the actual plan of it is right now we're, we're covering, um, and this is restrictions from the underwriting company that we're covering the, the countertops, um, on new installations and have okay. to be done by a professional, you know, uh, bonded license fabricator. So, the homeowner can't just buy it from us directly. We right. we tie in the fabricator to make sure that it's done, you know, Perfect. properly. And yeah, then um, the other side of it is kind of phase two. Once we get this up and running, um, it's been it's been three years, so it's going great. Uh, but our next phase of it is to have the restoration guys selling protection plans after they restore the countertop.
0: Now, does this also include all all countertop surfaces? In other words, you know, the quartz material as well. <clears throat> Just, just yes, include,
1: okay. just So it is granite and quartz, and um, we're actually going to be launching where we're going to um, include marble and travertine as the next phase of it as well. So it's covering the granite, and it's covering the kitchens and bathroom tops. And the really cool thing is one plan for 299 covers up to $20,000 worth of countertops. Oh, wow. So if you do the kitchen three bathrooms, you buy one plan that covers all of it.
0: So that's sweet. It really is. I mean, I didn't know that. I mean, the, the ones that I'm used to, and I'm sure you are too, from your competitors, is that you know, here's our 10-year sealer. It's warranty for 10 years, but you know, you read the fine print, and it's you know, there's a lot of like, exclusions in there. But this this sounds really, uh, really interesting. I've never heard of it before.
1: Yeah, this is a kind of the first <laughs> first of its kind. And I yeah. actually did it from I did it from, you know, a fabricator's point of view and a consumer's point of view where I'm not forcing them to, 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 sell my sealer or anything else. And, and also like the, the sealer warranty is, is not saying that you will not get a stain. It's saying if you right. do get a stain, they'll cover it. And a lot exactly. of times they're going to send you out a poultice to do it yourself. Yep. And you have to keep a, you know, I, I read the fine print on those too, where you have to keep a log of the products you use to clean yeah. it. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of loopholes in, uh, in, in those. So, um, I just figured I I should just cover everything that actually happens.
0: All right. And this is a, and uh, excuse me for saying, if I already asked this, but uh, it, it's a five-year program, you said five-year warranty. Yes. Uh, okay. Five years. Mm-hmm. So can they, can they extend that warranty at the end of that five years or is it just a one-time shot?
1: You know what? Um, right now it's, it's, uh, it doesn't extend after the five years. Um, it, and it's just from a history point of view, the, most of the damage usually occurred in the first five years, um, so we we're trying to make it. You know, a ten year would be more expensive. So when someone just spent, you know, five thousand dollars on a countertop, and you know, they're paying an extra, you know, five, six, seven hundred dollars, it's. Uh, you know, I was trying to make it affordable for them and make right. it. You know, and, right. and so we we do have uh, you know some options of uh, you know ten year plans that are. Uh, that are also available and, and you'll be seeing those soon, but we're just um, working with the fabricators to just get them set up. And you know what else too is really great besides the, um, we actually set up a approve and decline coverage for, hmm. for the fabricator. So and some of the fabricators that we have actually have it automated where they make every customer sign, either they want it or they don't. And if they don't want it, they're, they're assuming responsibility for any damage. Good idea too. So, yep, so it gives a fabricator a piece of paper yeah. sign saying that the consumer accepts responsibility for any accidental damage, so even if they don't buy a protection plan, they at least have some signed documents protecting them, which is uh which has been very helpful as well for them
0: Great. now, and then this is this pro program's available uh nationwide, or is there certain states it's not available in or
1: it's it's available nationwide we're oh, well. we're off. We're covered and we're covered uh, from all legal and state compliance uh, nationally.
0: Oh, that's great. That's good to know because we get a lot of fabricators that listen to this show, and uh, I'm sure they're not aware of it. Uh, I'm almost positive this is this is really good. So how would they how would they contact you about this program?
1: So they can go to um, they can go to or our granigoldservices.com website and reach out through there. They can just call us um, on our toll-free number, um, 1-800-475-7866. Um, they can send an email at, uh, info at Um Any of those, you know, they can get us through Facebook and uh, social media as well. Um, we, we had a few today that, that came through uh, actually in Florida. A couple fabricators um, just randomly came in and said, I heard about your protection plan from another fabricator, and, and we're interested. So, uh, unfortunately, my my time is you know consumed with uh, the product side of the business that we've been doing. So sure. um, we've been kind of flying a little bit under the radar on this, and we need to to make it more aware to uh, to the fabricators. So I really appreciate being able to talk to you. I mean,
0: um, I mean this sounds like a wonderful wonderful program compared to what's out there, you know, what's out there, what's existing right now. So I mean, like I said, this is sounds every fabricator should be on board with this for sure.
1: Yeah, and if you think about it, everybody out there—it was like I I could have came out with my own, you know, oh, ten-year sealer, and just go try to get the fabricators to use my ten-year, you know. But then I was like, I want to give the fabricators something more when they're selling that makes them different from the guy down the street. And when they say, "Yep, we have a ten-year sealer, but we also have, you know, a protection plan that covers everything," so it just gives them an advantage from a selling standpoint as well.
0: Does that cover i mean I I got lots of questions I'm sure I'm not the only one that does, but uh, they, they <laughs> can good. call you on that later, but one other thing I thought of um th- does it cover installation errors after the first of the after the twelve month warranty in, in other words i mean um, let me give you an example uh, do you know yeah. what I mean by that let's say a countertop cracks for example in month twenty five would it cover that or does that fall back on the on the actual fabric error
1: and that's actually. A great question. And normally, like the fabricator goes past their time frame. And if it's a, you know, we're probably talking about like the throat of a sink, right? That's pretty right. common. That, uh, yep. and it it could even not even be the fabricator; it could be somebody stood on it, you know, or something, right. um, and cracked it. So the one thing that's also important that thank you for reminding me as well is this protection plan is not a replacement plan. So we're not going to replace the countertop. Everything is right. going to be repaired. By a qualified restoration expert. So, if there is a, you know, a crack in the, we'll go in there and repair it for them. So they will file a claim and we will cover it. Um, Some of the stuff too, like, you know, another one would be like settling, right? Um, Usually that doesn't happen after the first year, but let's just say, you know, a a seam separated, and so we go in there and you know take out the epoxy and. Maybe put a screw underneath to, you know, lift it up a little right. bit and refill it. You know, those are. And to be honest with you, like even if it's not covered, um, I, I'd still want to cover it just as a customer right. service thing right. to take care of to take care of the consumers and.
0: Yeah, I, sure I know in California. I know a lot of the guys in California. That a lot of the restoration guys out there are doing, doing these repairs with rotting, that's that's rusting and iron jacking and and cracking. And uh, you know some of the guys out there are doing a great job. So like, I don't know if that would be covered as well. Um, but um, that's uh, that's uh, one of the things that I'm seeing. i seeing a lot of.
1: Right. Yeah. I've seen. Uh, my, so you know, my cousin Lenny, he was just here yesterday, and while he was here, I think he had like. Just ten calls, just on, you know, repairing chips and just little yep. things here and there that uh, would all be covered. And he's in, just here in San Diego, and he's just, just his company, and he's getting mm-hmm. a ton of calls for it. So um, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of issues out there, and and so we're trying to just tie it all together. You know, from from when they get it first installed, um, basically the handoff from the fabricator to us. Um, is kind of what we're looking for. So, the consumers, kind of just taken care of through the whole process. Great.
0: Well, Any, uh, once you give out your contact information one more time for those listening, especially the fabricators out there listening, and <laughs> uh, and, and your website as well. It's GraniteGold.com is the website. And put yes. what's your phone? Up? What's the toll-free number again? So one eight
1: hundred four seven five seven eight six six.
0: Great. and you guys want to check that out uh, both consumers
1: and new fabricators out there as well.
0: Anything you want to add any last minute thing you want to add?
1: Um, just that I've always been a big fan of yours, Fred. I've uh, <laughs> I know your Thank name. You. Um, I really appreciate finally getting to you and talk to you and um, hopefully we get to talk again another time and I really appreciate uh, um, all your help.
0: Uh, not, a, not, a problem, Lenny. I'm glad to help. I'm glad. I'm glad I got you on here. I thought this was going to be kind of a boring, uh, how to care for your countertop and uh, uh, flooring, <laughs> but this, uh, this protection plan you have is, uh, it's really spiced things up for me. We're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot of calls on this, which is, uh, and of course this podcast will be available as well, uh, even after the live show here. So uh, feel free to promote that as well. So, again, Lenny, thank you, and uh, hopefully I'll see you at one of the trade shows one of these times.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, Fred. Have a good day.
0: Uh, you too. Now, take care. Bye bye. Right. Bye. Okay, folks, there you have it. I, I was kind of uh, unexpected on that uh, on that protection plan. That is great. You fabricators are listening out there. I, I would definitely check into that. It could be a major major selling selling point and. Uh, you know, keep an eye on his website there, uh, granitegold.com, for when he launches the uh, uh, the other program we talked about for the for the restoration guys. So, anyway, uh, I am going to be in Vegas again uh, next week doing some work. I'll be doing a presentation out there for uh, some floor inspectors. So uh, I probably won't have a show next Wednesday. Uh, And I've got a couple of uh, exciting things coming up here that I'm going to be announcing soon on the inspection seminar that I have coming up in Vegas in January. I have some openings there, so if you guys want to uh, get signed up for that, it's very limited to the number of people we take. So uh, go ahead and give me me an email or check out the website. Again, my website is stoneforensics.com. My email, if you want to contact me directly, is fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. Feel free to send me a question uh, anytime you want. If anybody out there that wants to be interviewed, uh, definitely drop me an email as well, and we'll get you online on here. I'm always looking for interesting people to, uh, to interview. So, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, purchasing that stone, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends.